welcome to the CubbyCast, where faith is unfiltered and voices are heard. And here's your host, Mr. Matt. Yay! <laughs> Not as enthusiastic with four yeah. people here. Yeah. Wow, it does. <laughs> Way it's, more enthusiastic. Uh, well, it's okay. We will, uh, the, the powers of editing. <laughs> um, so, good morning, everybody. Uh, I want to say that I'm so happy to be back. I was I had the flu, I think. And then you gave it to me. And I get because we share in my family. <laughs> um, but I don't wish that on anybody. Like, mm. no, that was that was pure misery. I was. I, yeah, we were out. We were. I think my highest temperature was like 103.2 or something. But I, I feel bad, Kevin. You can probably answer this too. Right. When you're sick. Do you feel bad for your wife? <laughs> <laughs> and that could be, so I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way, and then you can answer if you want. I feel bad for my wife because I see her come home from work, do the dishes, do the laundry, take care of the kids, and I'm, like, asleep or in bed or, like, not helping at all, and I feel guilty that I'm not helping. And my, oh. you know, my wife is like, don't worry about it. You're sick. I'll take care of things. And I'm like, no, I'm the man of the house. I got to help out and do these things. I, I, I don't think know about, the man of the house, bro. I don't know about feeling guilty about helping out. When she has to do things for me, that's when it bugs me. Like, get, I, like honey, give me a drink. Yeah, honey. can you get me a drink or, you know. Things that you. You have to cook dinner or, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I'm a, you know. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm an independent person. I'm a big person. boy. I could take <laughs> care of myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever feel like that when you. When you get sick with your parents, Jack? Uh, yeah, I kind of feel guilty. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just in bed, maybe watching a video or something, and they're just like making dinner or something, and I feel guilty. Yeah. Jack's like on his phone. Mom, Dad, <laughs> give me a drink. I'm sick. Ringing his little bell. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> I, uh. So we got Jack and we got Addie and obviously Mr. Kevin and uh, myself here, Mr. Matt. Um, our youth do a lot of stuff, so that's why it's just uh, the four of us right now. Um, there, some of them are in competitions with dance, and then others are going to go support um, Carrie. Actually, I think it's Carrie that's got the dance thing today, uh, which is great. I, again, I say it again. Uh, I love the fact that we can go and support each other when we do our concerts or plays or whatever so i think that's really good for the church but before we get into our message because it's going to be a short message um kevin's got some fun activity for us this morning today we're gonna play a game called would you rather so i'm going to give you a couple of of, of topics and we're going to go with today we'll use that topic and we'll use the other topics on a different day so here's your topics pick one please school two bad options two good options when i grow up and pop culture and internet. I'm thinking either pop culture or school. When's the last time you were in school, Kevin? Don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know when the last time I was in school? Friday, and I don't want to go back. Yeah. Same. <clears throat> All right, so we'll go through these one at a time. Jack, you'll start us off here. Question number one: Would you rather be class president or class vice president? <laughs> I don't like that one. Uh, um. Go to your room. <laughs> uh which room i live in my room what do you mean <laughs> okay um vice president because i don't have to deal with all the drama <laughs> i would have thought you said the other way i'll around. have i'll have power but i won't have to be like yeah. answering to everyone yeah no i would i would i would agree with that like <laughs> working in retail you know you have 
the manager, right? Mm-hmm. You have to deal with everything. And when I was a manager, I would re- I would look back and be like, geez, I remember when I was just a regular employee. I could just be like, oh, I don't feel like dealing with this issue. Yeah. Let me get my manager. <laughs> but yeah. as a manager, you can't be like, oh, I don't feel like dealing with this issue. Let me get my GM. GM wasn't ever general. there, really, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, general manager. So I was the guy. Um, All yeah. right. Mr. Matt, oh. would you rather be on a sports team or be involved in theater? I could answer this one very fast. I know. That's why I, that's, <laughs> I know which yeah. one you no, could answer. That's hard. why I picked you for him first. Because I, <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I like I like I like it the sports, um, you like sports, and I like it the the theater too because I was in a couple of plays, mm-hmm. Fantastics, Pinocchio, yeah, um, I did that one. What else? Uh, the King and I. Jeez. I would say I would say uh, theater because I've never done it before and I want to try it out. I think theater now I'd stick with theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should because, do music with me. Because if if I did sports right now. Probably hurt like something. Yeah. Getting getting old is rough, I know. It, yep. Getting out of bed is rough. <laughs> don't don't break your back. <sighs> Kids, don't 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 get old. Yeah. It's kinda too late for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would do theater. Yeah. I, I like theater because you can be someone completely else and that's okay. All right. All right, Addie, here's your question. Would you rather take all of your electives on one day of the week, or would you rather spread them out throughout the week? All your fun classes on one day, or spread them out during the course of the week? During the course of the week, because, like, what if I'm having, like, this one really bad day, and it's the day where I don't have any of my electives? Yeah. Plus, I could have, like, 20 free periods, hypothetically. <laughs> imagine, you're, imagine you're sick on the day that you have all your electives. Right, that too. Which was I'd basically me this week, last yeah. week. Yeah. All right. So here's my question: uh, Would you rather have an amazing teacher who doesn't like you, or a bad teacher who likes you? Oh gosh, I've had one of those. <laughs> I've I've had one of those too, and I do have one now. So. I, what is it, Kevin? That's a hard one. I'm, I mean, I want to say the amazing teachers because I'll learn more, but mm-hmm. you know, my ego says the bad teacher who likes me. So. I'm going to go with a bad teacher who likes me. Well, okay. I, for purely selfish I, reasons. I, sure. I kind of <laughs> I have the second one as my as my Same. homeroom teacher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's not my homeroom teacher, but I had her last year, and I don't want to go back. Okay. <laughs> it was scary. Right. She, that teacher's she, listening to this podcast right now. I hope not. <laughs> um, so here's my message, and I've been I've been thinking about it. A lot. And that's why I still want to do it, even though there's four people. Jack, what are bandages for? They're to seal up a wound. Yeah. No. Cover it up. There are no wrong answers. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? Uh, They're there to uh, prevent dirt and other debris from entering a a clean wound and, you know, making it dirty. Mm -hmm. Prevent infections. Infections. Addie, what about you? What do you think bandages are for? They're often used to, like, hide nasty scars or, like, scratches or, once again, keep them from getting infected or getting stuff lodged in it. Yeah, so they're usually used to cover something up if you think, like, a Band-Aid or something. Um, Then you have bandages, which help immobilize an injury or a body part if Mm -hmm. you get hurt, like a sprain or something. You bandage it up. You hold it close to you or whatever. Uh, It holds dressing, so, like, if you do have 
a cut or something really bad, then the bandage will hold like gauze on or something. Um, it supports an energy, uh, injury. Um, you know, if you, if you break a finger, there's really nothing the hospital can do. What they usually do is to splint it, bandage it up and it holds it there until it heals kind of thing. Um, so, but you, like y'all said, usually when you think about bandages is it's, we're talking about covering something up or hiding something, right? So, um, I have band-aids for us. Okay. I want everybody to put one on. Oh, we getting does interactive. It, does it have Batman on it by chance? <laughs> no. I like it. <laughs> it's a, okay. Look, if you guys want to, uh, decorate these later, that's fine. My brother. I'll draw wants, Shadow the Hedgehog. On. He likes to brag that he gets Spider-Man. He, he got his Spider-Man um, bandages. That's good. But then I went and got four shots later, so I got four Spider-Man bandages. Ah, and yes. I was like, ah! It's the privacy. <laughs> <laughs> were they all pointing at each other? Was there a preference <laughs> on where we put these? Uh, no, I just put it on my index finger. Uh, Wrist. Yeah, that works. I, d I don't want to put it on my arm. That, that'll just hurt to pull off. So while y'all doing that, this Band-Aid uh, represents something we're hiding, something we're covering up, okay? Um, either if it's uh, a secret, uh, uh, an actual wound, or metaphorically, like pain and suffering. <laughs> I like the... Hey. Did you get that on? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... For those that are listening to, the to the listening to the podcast, uh, Mr. Kevin has his Band-Aid on his face. Um, if you want to know, because you can't see if you're only listening to the audio, uh, look up a picture of Nelly, the rapper, and yeah. that's what Wait, Mr. Kevin looks like. That's supposed to be under the eye, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess you can't put it on the eye trademark, but uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so take a second uh, and just think about what your Band-Aid is covering up. For me, is guilt. Why is it covering up? Why do I want to hide my guilt? What is guilt? You feel bad for something. Right. It's the feeling that you did something wrong when someone else is doing something else or something. Right. And I'm not saying that guilt is something like terrible, like, oh my gosh. But when I think back of things I've done growing up um, or in the past, as an adult and me being a little bit mature, I realized that I didn't treat that person in a godly way. Um, or I was being selfish when I was talking to that person or the way I acted or whatever. Um, so I, I carry a lot of guilt to the point where I really stress out about it, even as an adult, about things I did years ago. Um, so that's what I'm covering up. Anybody want to share what they're covering up? You don't have to, because sometimes I know this can be very personal. Addie, Jack. I'd Kevin. say it's similar. similar. Guilt. Yeah. Hmm. Some things I did, I wish I could take back, but. Yeah. How about if I say I, I, I'm covering up things that I've done that nobody knows I've done? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's fine. So if we're hiding something or keeping it from somebody, what about God? Oh, Are we hiding knows. it from God? Right. So, so I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, 
Genesis 3, 7, we all, we all know what happens to Genesis, right? The creation. Mm -hmm. So I'll put it in a nutshell. After Adam and Eve ate the apple, they, they sinned, right? So, they so then they clothed them. themselves, covered themselves up, and then hid from God. So they put a Band-Aid on their wound. Um, but we can't, we can't hide things from God. He, he already knows what we're going to do. He already knows what we have done. Did done, did done, done did. <laughs> but so why do why do we even try to hide things then? Like I'm asking that as an open question. Why do we try to hide things from God or people if like ultimately God already knows? So they don't see how like how bad we are or like so, they, so we hope they don't see us as someone else. The constant worry of unacceptance. Mm -hmm. So if you guys understand now, like I cover my wounds up because I'm afraid of what people might think of me for what I've done or whatever the case may be, will you still make those mistakes going forward? We'll try not to. Yeah. Try not to. So that's, that's the thing, like as we grow up, we learn, right? Um, but it's important that we do our best not to make more, more wounds, right? Um, so Hebrews 4.13 says, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. And in Luke 8.17, Nothing is hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. When we die, we go to heaven, we meet, whoever at the pearly gates, right? And we got to answer for our sins. Y'all know that, right? Mm -hmm. Every single thing we've said, every action we've done, every wound we tried to cover up is going to come out, and God's going to say, why, would I, why do I need to let you in? He's going to reveal every wound under our bandage, and we got to answer for them. Do y'all think about that when y'all before y'all say or do something? Probably not, because when we say or do something, a lot of times it's impulse. An impulse is in the moment, and we only th usually think about how it's going to affect me. So, let's flip my page. All right. So, here's the fun part. Let's flip it around. Let's say this bandage is now the word of God. The word of God covering up our wounds, our cuts, our suffering, our pain, whatever it may be. Uh, the bandage is now supporting the, the body part, uh, supporting, protecting the injury, protecting dirt, sin from getting into our wounds and our body and our heart and our mind and soul. Um, it's now becoming starting to heal, right? What's, uh, well, Jeremiah seven fourteen. <laughs> he says, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. And I think he goes on saying, save me, Lord, and I'll mm -hmm. be saved, right? Which is amazing to me, uh, because then that says if you, the believers who wrap their wounds around, um, wrap their, yeah, wrap the word around their wounds, knowing God's a healer just by saying, heal me, O Lord, heal, and I'll be healed. 
that believe they'll be healed is amazing. That's, that's a lot of faith. Um, think about all the times we've heard in the Bible that people, when Jesus was going around doing his teachings, wanted just to see Jesus because they believed so much in him that they just needed to touch his robe. Or as long as he gets to me and, and tells me I'm healed to be healed. Like, that's deep faith, right? Um, what's something else we put on the Band-Aid to help heal? Medicine. Medicine. What, what type of medicine specifically do we put on there? It's a specific word on the bottle. I forget what it's called. Antibiotics, that's all I remember. Okay, what, though? Ointment. Okay. There's, there's an ointment called something antibiotics. Oh, triple antibiotics. Tri- tri- triple antibiotics. <laughs> That's what it so is. you put that ointment on, and it helps heal and all that good fun stuff. So I'm all about metaphors today. So oh, goodness. triple antibiotic. Put it in religious terms for me, somebody. <laughs> uh, the Father, the Son, the Son and the Holy, Holy Ghost. Boom, baby. <laughs> so if we, if we wrap our wounds with the Word of God, and we dress it with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So all of that. At that point, we can start the healing process. And only in that point can we start the healing process. Now, what I've realized over time, things can't heal overnight. I mean, it starts to heal, but I'm just saying, generally it doesn't happen like, oh, I, I cut my finger the next day, it's completely healed, the new skin's there, there's no marking, no nothing. It takes time. Depending on how bad the wound is, it takes consistency, uh, cleaning it, redressing it, all that good fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes effort to do all that stuff. And then I realized that the Band-Aid is so much related to our faith because we have to do the same thing as believers. We have to take the time. We have to be consistent. And we have to you know, take the effort to continue to grow our faith. Right? If we say we're believers... And we only act like believers when we feel like it, then we're just like us, the, the sinners out in the world. If we're not 100% invested in taking care of our wounds and wrapping ourselves with the word, then we're just like the sinners and we're just like the non believers. Because if you're not 100% a believer, if you don't, you know, you're confused. Those that are confirmed want to be a member of the church. That's the whole thing about being confirmed. Like, now I'm ready to be a member of the church. But you're not doing anything. You're not moving. You're not acting. Then you're, you're a liar to yourself. You're a liar to God. I'm a believer, but I don't do anything. You might wrap your finger in a Band-Aid, but you don't put that ointment on that, the triple antibiotic, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So I want you to do me a favor. Try to keep this Band-Aid on as long as you can this week. <laughs> Kevin, you're allowed, you're allowed to uh, move yours because I know you got to go to work. Uh, I'll give you a new fresh one. I got plenty. This will probably fall off by like But if it falls off, that's fine. 
but try to keep it on. Try to have it on next week because what I want to see is how dirty it gets. Because that's going to represent our struggle as believers and all the dirt that God's word is protecting us from. But it is a, it is a reminder of everything I, I just said. Like we have to, as spe- specifically young believers, because there's so much dirt out there trying to enter our bodies, it's important for us young believers to get, cons- stay consistent in the word and now standing up and for what you believe in and tell the dirt of the world that no, you are not gonna get in my body. I know the person that I believe in and who I serve, and it's not of this world. Amen? Amen. 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 Cool. So wear your Band-Aid. Remember what it's for. Um, let us go ahead and just bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the people around this table. And we do ask that you be with those that are not, whether they're supporting each other uh, in a sport or those that are engaging in the sport right now. Um, Just know that we're thinking of them, and uh, we ask that you protect them while they're out doing their thing. Lord Heavenly Father, please allow us to wrap our wounds in your healing word. Allow us to take the time and effort and be consistent in learning about you and what you have called us to be and what you have done for us and what you're doing for us. Allow us to be patient as your uh, purpose for our lives comes into view, whether it takes a couple of days or a couple of years. We ask that you be with us this week as we go through um, our normal lives and help us to remember that we serve you and not things of this world. I ask that you be with these young people around this table and that you help them grow to be strong warriors of your love and your light and of your word. I ask these things in your name and your name we pray. Amen. Amen. With that said, we are going to head out of here and we will see everybody next week. So bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye.